0: The end of spooky season sad face i know my favorite time of year is come and gone i know i'm sorry dear we're supposed to get snow
1: <laughs> i'm okay with the snow though the snow means that it's real it's happening but, but it's
0: it's only gonna be november it's not time for snow just yet <laughs> we we'll always get near, an early snow yeah and then it turns to ice and slush and then it lasts through february we don't get a spring it <laughs> just goes straight to summer See, so you already know what to
1: expect. I, But I don't like it.
0: <laughs> I don't like it. I'm
1: sorry you don't like it. I'm okay with it. I have to get used to it. Why? Because it's going to be much worse when I move. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. That's very, very true. All right. Well, if you can't already tell, I'm Ashley. And I'm Megan. And this is Wine and Dine. And, Dine. and we are doing our October wrap-ups. Yep. And October flew by So fast Stupid fast Like I just can't believe that And it has 31 days It
0: should have been extra time Mm -hmm. And instead it was extra nothing
1: So did you do anything Fun on Halloween? Uh, I worked Mm. (laughs) Me too (laughs) Then I came home (laughs) And I cooked dinner And then I went to bed I knew I was a bad I was a bad neighbor I didn't put any candy out I didn't do any the no we don't even have any trick-or-treaters to come in here so you don't need it then yeah and I I was talking to my hairstylist um a few weeks ago and she said that they went to the high school that's in our area up where I'm at and they had this big indoor trick-or-treating event they had like a mini haunted house that the kids could go through there were games and activities and like there was like a lot more places are doing stuff like that yeah trick-or-treating like when we were kids i feel is literally old-fashioned now yeah like nobody does that anymore it's always the trick-or-trunks or or you go like the, the event no i can absolutely
0: agree with you on that one i don't well, and everybody's being so cautious about, like, letting their kids go out. I remember not even going with my parents. My parents stayed home mm-hmm. and passed out candy, and me and my brother went trick-or-treating on our own. Yeah. Now it's, okay, well, you have to have a parent with you at all times. You have to do – you mm-hmm. just can't it, – it's not, like, the latchkey kids like we were when we were growing up.
1: Um, well, okay, my dad would stay home and would, would pass out the candy to the trick-or-treaters, and my mom would go with us to trick-or-treat just because she wanted to take photos so like my mom was always with us kids i think up until i was maybe in seventh or eighth grade because then i started going out with my friends yeah and as long as we went in like big clumps and we were back by a given time that they were okay with that so
0: yeah my brother is six years older than me so Mm, it was how
1: that worked yeah he got
0: to babysit yeah it was very hocus pocus. <laughs>
1: very Max and Danny. Yes. You could see, see that with your brother. Yeah. But no. I, I was kinda like, I guess nobody does old fashioned trick or treating. And I my mom lives actually in a subdivision. And there's not a lot of kids that come through her subdivision. And I find that really bizarre because I mean she there are families in there now. They're more Asian. But even those kids, I mean, they know what trick or treating is yeah. because of the school and
0: their friends. I have a guy that I work with that doesn't celebrate Halloween, and it's just what—it's a religious thing. Oh, Okay, and it—I just can't wrap my head around it because I've always celebrated it. Mm-hmm. Like I've grown up celebrating it. I think it's a fun holiday, but it's just a reminder that not everybody celebrates the same things that you do. I guess. I mean, I
1: still went out and bought a bag of candy. That you're going to eat yourself? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> because David doesn't like Mars bars. What's or Mars bar? Mars chocolate. Oh. So, like, he doesn't like Snickers or Milky Ways or Three Musketeers. He doesn't like any of that. Does he just not like chocolate? Yeah, he does not like chocolate.
0: That's so weird. So I went
1: and bought him a thing of Skittles and Sour Patch Kids and some Twizzlers. <laughs> well, there you go. David's taken care of. David is taken care. Of. His
0: if, his candy bucket is full. If you want to get me a candy bucket, mm-hmm. I
1: like chocolate, so so you'll you'll share the the, the bag Snickers of candy and the and yeah. the, Yes, absolutely. Mm. I always remember as a kid growing up that like literally like I had the the neighborhood mapped. Like okay, we have to hit this house early on because they always have the full candy bars. Yeah. And I have to make sure I get that full candy bar. And this one only gives out, like, sugar-free Exactly. Bologna. And... See, but my
0: mom, when she did go with us, would always make me go to those houses anyway. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, mom, we can skip it. Don't worry. Yeah. Like...
1: My mom's rule is if they have a porch light on, you go up. Uh-huh. And I was just like, but this house stinks. <laughs> they give out the grandma candy and now i love grandma candy so like but back in the
0: day you don't appreciate grandma candy you just want that sweet sweet sugar
1: Mm -hmm. and then i don't know did you do this with your brother where you did trades so like i me and chandler would dump our candy out on the floor and we would sort out the stuff that we wanted and then the stuff that we were like about you you, trade. we trade. so like chandler loved chandler didn't like chandler liked the malt balls and like a few houses would give malt balls so all my malt balls because i didn't like them would go to him and then i think he would trade me lifesavers that's a good trade yeah that's okay that's That's all right the
0: rule in my house was that my mom got all tootsie rolls (laughs) i hate tootsie rolls to this day i hate tootsie rolls i think they're just too hard and chewy yes but my mom loves them So, every Halloween, we'd dump them out, and Mom would sit there on the floor and just pick out all the Tootsie Rolls, Mm -hmm. and before we could even start sorting our candy, Uh she was just
1: sorting it for us by picking out all the Tootsie Rolls, Mm -hmm. so. And it was always funny, like, we would always, like, section out the stuff that we wanted, and it never, like, ended up sectioned off. It would all go in the communal bowl and, like, fair game at that point. Yeah. Like, my parents would dip their heads that all the time you didn't put in the work for it mom and dad we did i know we have to go up to every house be nice to everybody wait patiently in line
0: do not swarm right get told oh what cute costumes over and over and over again i mean i did have cute costumes so i always wanted to be like how do i put this hmm. even as a kid i wanted to be slutty i guess Oh no. I would go as like Genies and uh Britney Spears and just like different things hmm. like that as a kid. But because it was always cold, my mom would always make me wear long
1: sleeve mm-hmm. shirts and turtlenecks and stuff underneath it mm-hmm. so I could never look the way that I wanted to. Yep. <laughs> I I know my mom has photos. Um the one that she's the most proud of that I actually won an award for is um I was a fairy on top of a mushroom. Hmm. Yes. So my mom, my mom, the lovely woman that she is, made most, if not all, of our costumes. She did buy a few of them from the store when she couldn't make them. But my mom was, was talented enough to make a lot of our stuff. So that year, I, we had seen some photo of a costume where it was an old lady with a baby on her back. And the baby's face was the person's face. Okay. And she got that idea from that. So she decided, because I didn't want to be an old grandma. (laughs) I said I wanted to be, like, a fairy or princess or something. She, I wouldn't, and I was in ballet, so I put on one of my leotards with my stockings. And she made the mushroom out of styrofoam. And the mushroom came up to, like, where my, where my legs end. And then from my hip, she had made fake legs.
0: Oh, that's cool. So when I
1: squatted down in the mushroom, the mushroom would come up. My fake legs would go out and look like I was sitting on the mushroom. That's really cute. Yeah. No, that was the best costume I think I ever had out of all my Halloween costumes. That one, I have to say, is the best. And I know there's a photo floating around somewhere out there that my mom has of me. And um, she did, like, face makeup and everything. That year, Chandler went as a nerd. <laughs> she had, like, gelled his hair down and, like, bought, like, some Dollar Tree glasses and, like, put tape around them. Got himself, like, a little, like, pocket protector and everything. That is awesome. There's a photo of him, too. And he's, like, he looks so cheesy. And, like, he's smiling and he's, like... with his finger (laughs) up in the air he just looks so cheesy I'll have to find those photos and put them up I can only ever
0: remember my brother going scary things like uh, I remember two Halloweens in a row he went to scream Hmm.
1: so I never went to scary things I went to one scary thing one year and it wasn't even scary I wanted to be um, Morticia like from Adam's family? yes and my mom couldn't do it So, instead, we got this jet black wig that had spiders, and then I had a dress that had, like, it was supposed to be a vampire dress, but my mom, like, cut out, like, the back of it. Yeah. Like, the top part of, like, that flapped over. So, I just had the dress, but it had, like, a red bodice and spiders all over it, too. So. I mean, that's still
0: really cool, and I think it's really cool that your mom made all of those things. Like, my mom didn't make anything. (laughs)
1: I wanted to be a... We, me and a group of girls all went as flappers. My mom handmade my dress. That's awesome. Yeah. Out of a pattern that we got from Joann's. Go Joanne's. Yeah. That was... That's like OG back in the day stuff, though. It's like when people... When you really had to work hard for your... Girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. My mom has the rule when you come to the door. My dad had... Was also a good implement of this. When even if you were a teen if you did not say trick or treat you did not get any candy it's a trick then. <laughs> yeah that, there's a trick we ain't gonna give you candy so like the teenagers would come up and go and wouldn't say anything they would just like stick their bag out my dad be like i don't know what you want me to do and he's like put the candy in there And my dad's like um no you you need to say something before i do that And he's like what and my dad's <laughs> like um i'm pretty sure there's a phrase you're supposed to use on halloween he's like trick-or-treat and my dad's like there you go smart man (laughs) that's how i get my wit from but like that's the rule in our house if you do not say trick-or-treat at the door you do not get candy yeah that's a good that's a good rule yeah all the kids hated our house
0: (laughs) whatever you're still coming (laughs) here for candy aren't you yeah
1: we always had good good bags of candy that we would always buy
0: No, I'm going to be stuck at the juvie this year, but I'm going to make all the kids watch, like, the Freeform shows. Good.
1: Yeah. They need to be, uh, submersed into our, our growing up. They just
0: need something. They Mm. need a good butt whooping is what they need. I'm telling,
1: I told David, everything will literally change after October 31st comes and goes. They'll literally, it'll be night and day. The kids will, like, it's, like they go to they wake up crazy as hell they'll go to sleep the next day it's like nothing october never happened (laughs) i i guarantee you i guarantee you that it's literally october makes the crazies come out
0: see the nice thing about it snowing on halloween is that uh, i probably won't have to deal with crazies at the Juvie.
1: (laughs) you never know you never know apparently david tried to pitch to his supervisor about coming in as michael myers and she said that they'd have a class action lawsuit against them i don't know if it's that big of a deal but (laughs) that's a hard no
0: yeah that's a hard no you cannot dress up you also can't pass out candy because some of the kids have allergies
1: i don't know you don't have allergy friendly doesn't it so yeah apparently not here have an apple applesauce yeah No, that's what they do. You're supposed to give out applesauce or toys. Teal pumpkin. If you see a teal pumpkin, it's an allergy-friendly house. Huh. Yes. Did not know that. Yep, that's supposed to be how the kids know. Hmm. The teal pumpkin, it means it's allergy-friendly. I have no idea why they chose that color, but that's the color that they chose. Who knows? All right. We have gone completely off, off track. Of yeah. <laughs> so I counted up, and I technically... Seven books? Wow. How many did you get? One book. Hey! <laughs> That's still worthy.
0: I read Hocus Pocus, which mm-hmm. if you guys listened to our last episode, you'll know what the review on that was. Yep. Um... And then I planned to read a line among men, and it just didn't end up happening.
1: That's okay.
0: So that'll be next month's book again. You just push it on. I just push it on to the next month, and if it doesn't happen next month,
1: it'll be December's book. Somehow, someway, that book will get done. Exactly. So most of what I read, so I read two books, and I use books in air quotes, like it's actual books, I read Hocus Pocus in the All-New Sequel, which we talked about in our review. I also read The Fairest Kind of Love by Crystal Kastara. I gave that a 3 out of 5. And then, apparently, this month was the month of manga. Or manga. Manga. And I just apparently went crazy and <laughs> didn't stop. So, I read Blackbird volume one two and three and amazingly enough i gave all of them four stars hey. <laughs> hey it definitely gave me like the feel-good vibes of when i was in high school reading sojo and like going through oriana high for the
0: first time or uh, Oriana high school host club is one of my favorite animes <laughs> and the, I- mo- the- the manga
1: is better.
0: Well, I don't doubt it. They just randomly end the anime, yeah. and it's not good. Like, no, the ending is trash. Uh, That's a
1: trash ending. Talk about Sojo trash. Mm. That's just sad. It is sad. Read the book. Read read the books. Those those are those are definitely worth your money. Um, Blackbird has the same kind of vibe. Um, I don't know. As an adult reading that now, I can definitely tell you there are cringeworthy moments where I'm going, holy shit, this is borderline, uh, not okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, his behaviors towards her is not okay, and, yeah. But then again, like, I think he's supposed to be in his 20s and she's in her upper teens. Okay. So it's not horribly bad age gap-wise. But, like, the way he acts towards her sometimes, he's very possessive. Okay. So, you can definitely tell, like, some of that's not a good relationship. Yeah. Um, so. There is that. And then I read Volume 1 and Volume 2 of Otaku, Love is Hard for Otakus. And I gave Volume 1 5 out of 5 and Volume 2 4 out of 5. Okay, what was different about Volume... Than volume one, uh, volume one I loved because it focused mainly on the two main dating people, mm-hmm. the the four main characters, and then in volume two we add in one of the main guys' brother and that gentleman's love interest, um, and I felt like the funny haha vibe of like volume one wasn't. There as heavy, like it was there, but it had sequelitis. Oh yeah, where I felt like you just can't compare it to volume one. Uh huh. Um, because literally after volume one, at the end of volume one, he proposes they go on a date. Volume two literally picks up on that date, and they go to Disney Tokyo. Okay. <laughs> As their date, but it, it's not Disney Tokyo. They call it something else, but literally, it's, it's Disney Tokyo. Tokyo. And like, they come to realize that when they try not to be themselves, it's really awkward and weird. And yeah, she gets them matching earrings because that was a thing in Volume One where he pierced his ears. Oh, Because he wanted to be an adult, but no, he really pierced his ears because he wanted to impress her, because they went to high school together. Yeah. And she decided to get them matching earrings, which, if you don't know, in Japanese culture among young people, it is very common to have matching um, jewelry or clothing to be very matching as a couple. That's very, very big over in um, Tokyo japan so they kind of bring in um that culture during volume two and i do love that series because half like in between the actual like sets of like what would be considered the manga bind ups they break down words or phrases that we westerners are not used to yeah we might have heard but we're not actually sure what the actual meaning is within the culture and they tell you about that and they go oh on page such and such you saw this word this is what it means and this is why we said it this way and this is what this reference is from that's super cool yeah it is like i i have learned things that i thought i knew but now i i'm like shocked that i was like oh i was using that completely different like i did not know that there are actual stores That sell manga, and when we think of manga, we're thinking like actual like our Western manga. Apparently, over in in Japan, manga stores have like exclusive copies, or like like only a hundred copies of this exclusive thing is made, and people literally like mad dash run to get these copies because there's only so much made and they're exclusive. So if you're like into like really big. If you're one of like the main big Uber fans, like that's a big deal. Yeah, and like things only come out on a weekly basis over there, comparing to us where a lot of it's just chunked and thrown at you at once. So like it's more on a comic book thing. We have like weekly issues that come out, and I thought that was a big thing. I another thing that they make fun of throughout this is that the two main female characters have. They, they both like BL, but they prefer different characters within BL. Like one is they like, one girl likes the character that is the submissive one and the other one likes the aggressive one. And so they have a whole segment where these two girls argue back and forth on why which is better and why the other one isn't worthy of being like idolized and then they flip it on their head and they bring their guys into it and be like, oh no, my guy would be the better blank. And no, my guy would be the better blank. Yeah. And it's just cutesy and wonderful. And I just, I love it to death. I'm very sad. There's only three more volumes of that, unfortunately. Is that all they're making or that's all that's out right now? That's all there is. Ooh. Yeah. Only three more volumes. But it is what it is. I'm enjoying it thoroughly, and I know there's a, um, a show of Otaku, so I'm debating on whether or not I want to watch it after I read it (laughs) all.
0: You definitely should. Yeah. Let me know how it is.
1: I will. But that's what I read this, this month. I was crazy. Yeah. You went above and beyond. All the manga. Like, I literally, like, blew through manga like crazy. I have those stints where that's all I want to read is manga, or graphic novels, and that's all I do is do that. So, I feel like I've missed that. Like, I used to be really big into that when I was in high school, thanks to my friend that was from Thailand. Like, she read those a lot. So, I'm kind of missing out on that, and I'd like to get back into series that, like, I used to have almost all of Oriana Host Club, High School Host Club. Like, I haven't read that in a hot minute, so I'm like, I probably should get those. Um tanya the evil that's technically a light novel and there's been talk up in the air whether or not the u.s is going to get a sequel to that or not that's the one where um he defies god and says that god does not exist so he reroutes time and makes her a 12 year old girl in russia no in germany during world war one what yes It's called Tantania the Evil. And it's crazy. Like, I love it. Like, we... David found it and we watched it. It's crazy. Like, the, the, the philosophical conversations within that show is astounding. But it's not for everybody, I will say that. There is magic in it. So it's not, like, actual, like world war one and how like world war one normally is so like instead of fighter pilots they use magic to fly like power magic items and fly okay it's hard to explain it still sounds good it is it's really really good it's a good philosophical one if you're into that stuff for sure so like and i've done that i've done spice and wolf that one's if you're into math Is really cool, because it literally talks to you about uh, medieval finances. Medieval finances. No, like, for real. It's really cool. Like, they break down how the system runs, or the system ran during medieval times, and, like, how finances worked. Hmm. Like, it's crazy. The stuff you will learn.
0: Yeah, I was going to say. See, I never go into a book hoping to learn things like that, but... (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's nuts. Well,
0: you got so much more accomplished this month than I did. So go you.
1: Woo! (laughs) Because there was nothing else to do at my job.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I've been working out a lot of work, so... I was going to
1: say, have you been keeping up on that?
0: Yeah, uh, as much as I can. I walk every night. I try to get at least 12,000 steps in by the end of every night. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I try to keep myself busy that way, but... I need to just start taking some time for me and reading instead or i could walk and read i mean it's just walking i in do a circle. that it's... i
1: walk and read i'm such a bad person <laughs> no like so i have to park all the way out in no man's land where i work so when i drive on to work i'm usually have either a rant cafe on or i have an audiobook on and then once i get out of the car I'm either scrolling through Instagram as I walk to my building, which is about a five to ten minute walk, or I'm, like, got my nose in my manga. Yeah. Reading. And then I read um, during my lunch while I eat.
0: See, I could do that. I could take a lunch and I could read.
1: Mm -hmm. You don't don't take a lunch when you work? You guys get an hour lunch.
0: Yeah, we do. I always take a lunch during day shift. But at night shift, I sometimes forget because you have to realize that, like, I get the whole night basically to do what I want. Yeah. So it's easy. I can take a 15-minute break and go to Taco Bell, get dinner, and I don't necessarily have to clock out to eat my lunch. I can just eat it on my own time because there's nothing going on. There's not an intake to do. There's not kids up. There's not watch tours. I've already done my tours. I've done my control time. So Mm -hmm. it's really easy to forget to take your lunch on nights.
1: Good lord, I'm gonna have to make sure my husband eats. <laughs> but then again, I hear talk that there that there's a possibility that that's not gonna your rotations aren't gonna happen very much. <sighs> there's talk. My rotation
0: is definitely switching because the supervisors both want to switch. But um, David's shift and the other shift might not be switching.
1: So what would that mean though? I mean, you and David work morning shifts, just on opposite days. Yep.
0: Still opposite days, so we would literally never see each other. That's so weird. Yeah, unless I can find somebody to switch me <laughs> from day shift so that I could stay on nights, because that would be awesome.
1: Yeah. Some He said some people are doing that.
0: Some people are doing that, but I don't think that I have the right person to do that. The, the only person left for me to switch with is retiring mm. soon, so I don't think that she'll be able to switch me. Mm-hmm.
1: Like it's going into the holiday season and everything's gonna be crazy.
0: Yeah. <sighs> so other than that, I don't really have much going on. I just mm-hmm. need to find some more time to read. Yeah. Yep.
1: I need to do the opposite. <laughs> find more time to do other things than read. Yes. <laughs> yes. Pretty sure my husband's starting to feel neglected.
0: Just rub it off on me. I need some. I need. You need need
1: neglection. Yeah, I I don't have anyone
0: to neglect anymore. Taylor doesn't feel neglected, so just (laughs) give it to me. I can neglect whoever I want.
1: All right. Well, I think we're gonna wrap it up here today, folks. Yep. I'm Ashley. I'm Megan, and this is Wine Wine and and Dine. And stay tuned for November, when we go over our buddy read for November, The Coincidence of Coconut Cake.
0: And also, for our main episode, main dish of the month, we're going to talk about whatever we want. Because it's our birthday month, and we can do that. <laughs>